You're listening to The Professional Blur, a podcast hosted by me, Jason Klom. Welcome to the Professional Blur Podcast. My name is Jason Klom. This is a podcast about extra work, background acting, and uh, the trials and tribulations thereof, therein, where to, and of, and about, and under, and around. My first guest for episode number one is... Alex Salem. Oh my God, where is he? He's right there. Oh my God, Jason, how he's, are you? He's you. I'm great. How are you? He is fantastic. That is delightful. Um, it's lovely to be here, Jason. It's lovely to have you. Now, you were kind of, you know, you and Urbaniak are my Paul F. Tompkins. Like, you guys have done almost every show that I have. I want a t shirt mm-hmm. that I can wear that mm-hmm. says. Y- you, but it's bracketed to mm-hmm. like mean me, you mm-hmm. know, because it's a quote with you've got to add the context. Sure. Me and Urbaniak are your Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> okay. I want that on a t shirt that I can wear. That's a fair fair request. I mean, I can't turn that down. I don't really pay people oh. for these shows, so I'll, I'll have to make you a shirt. Now. Oh, that's beautiful. I was just imagining that to mm-hmm. exist at some point. Right. If, if you now feel obligated to make that I for do? me, I'm not going to stand in your way. Uh, you're going to have to do one of my other podcasts to like round it all out, but then once that's done... Well, all right, I guess. I guess if I have... So, in case you guys can't tell, Alex and I know one another. I don't just invite strangers onto this show to talk about things. Um, I did a lot Yet. of extra work. Exactly. I did a lot of extra work back in the day. I moved out to L.A. in 2003. Thought I would never do extra work and then started to realize that money is hard to come by, or at least was in 2003, and I did a lot of extra work. You have some very impressive professional blur credits. That I, is true. I do that I've only learned uh-huh. from the occasional story you might have, mm-hmm. but more often from your social media where you will have photos. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you're going to go through your own canon. I don't either. This. I don't know. You could do, you could do one. You could pick a specific one to share. Yeah. At, like at some point every episode, like you interview somebody else, and then it's like, and now here's the segment where I talk about me. And you, you, you know, I literally it. had thought about that, and then as I'm planning it out tonight, uh, that you're coming in again. This is the first episode I'm recording as well. Um, that was something I thought about a long time ago and kind of forgot that maybe I should do that. I mean, you know, I don't think I'll run out of. You know, why would I run out? No, but and though you know what it is, it's mm-hmm. it's it's like when when an actor hosts a a, a show where they interview actors or a comedian hosts a sure. show where they interview comedians. I can't think of any of those off the top of my head, mm-hmm. but uh, it, that those stories come out naturally. Right. I'm gonna make you eat hot wings in a minute too. By the way, just to let you know, um, <laughs> there's a lot of different things on this show. I, I and then I'm gonna have you unbox some toys. This is I'm trying to capture as many those, demos those as I good. can. That, that was, I wasn't ready for that. That was good. <laughs> So why don't you tell people who you are? Like I I know you're an actor, but tell them what uh, you know who you are. Maybe generally how much extra work you've done. You can name a few things. Whatever. Give us a general idea Actually, of who Alex Salem is while I hit my microphone. There's I would I would love to. Um, I, I I appreciate that this uh, that the scope of this is defined mm-hmm. at two extra work mm-hmm. because extra that'll work give me or like five and under. So like you you've got some lines on stuff, and we're definitely talking about those. Oh, we're definitely talking about Oh, yeah. About. Oh, yeah. No, I like that because it gives me something to focus on as opposed to like, which is nice, which is a nice break from the general like, oh, hey, hi, yeah, so so what do you do? Oh, oh, uh-huh. you're an actor. Oh, okay, so how's that going? Yeah, where have when, I seen you? Would I have seen you in anything? There's that, and then there's like the insider take where it's like, if you already know, it's like... Oh yeah, how's your how's your rep? How's yeah. your rep game? And mm-hmm. and like and the answers like in the first reflex in my mind is always like <laughs> it's abysmal or, or, what, right. or whatever it is. Fair. It depends on the time, but yeah, it's yeah, nice yeah. to have a scope. So I'm Alex. 
Salem. Mm -hmm. I'm an actor. Uh, I've been in LA for 10 years last month. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Since I came out here. Um, I've done a little of this, a little of that. uh, Focused on acting primarily. um, Done a myriad of projects. I'd say some of my greatest triumphs as an actor uh, include some some, um, improv comedy, some sketch. Uh, I believe... um, what you like, like lead or ensemble roles in four different feature-length web series, which is how uh-huh. I like to describe those, because it's like it's as much effort as an independent film. It's just we put it in chunks on the web for free, and I count Looking Forward 2016 as one of those. Yay! And um, and the Drinking Game, yeah, yeah indeed. Which is a which is a originally how Jason and I know each other. Yes. But, so um, as uh, background extra or under five work. There are four specifically that I think uh, we should uh, we should discuss here. Mm-hmm. And honestly, yeah, if I think of anything else along the way, great. But, mm-hmm. but nothing else came to mind thus far. That's fair. Well, let's do this. We will hit them uh, as we get to them. But my, I do want to ask what because I, I have a feeling I'm going to get similar but also very different answers to this. I want to know what your first time on a set was like. Period, and it could be as a PA even, but you know, I want to know what your first time on a set was like. I'm so glad you asked that, Jason. Thank you for the question. My first time on a set was 2004. Okay, there was a feature film. Yes, that filmed in the city of Des Moines, Iowa, which is where I come from and where I grew up. And Mm -hmm. at the time, I was about a, I was in between my sophomore and junior year of high school. The film was called Boone Style. Boone with an E at the end. Boone is the name of a town in Iowa, but okay. also the name of the fictional family. The um, dude directing it, his name is Moss Gardner. Mm-hmm. At the time, I don't know if that's currently his name. Okay. I haven't, I've not seen her. I mean, I met him briefly. Okay. He was like in his, he, he was like a, I don't know how old he was, but he he wasn't an old dude. He was like a he was like a mid younger dude. He was like okay. a Gen X dude coming back to Iowa to film a independent ensemble feature comedy about a family reunion based on his family. He'd been living in L.A. It was set in Iowa, like where he grew up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I get uh, to be a PA on the last couple of days uh, because of my mentor at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, uh, my acting teacher, she was involved with the film. She's involved with, uh, actually, I'm just going to shout out Kim Busby mm-hmm. uh, or, or her husband, John Busby. If you do anything film related in the state of Iowa. They're involved. You, they, they are involved. Okay. They're, they're phenomenal. And um, so that was my first uh, on set. Well, I had one short earlier that year. Mm-hmm. Um with uh with some with some friends that was cool uh but feature feature set uh full set i was a pa i was given a walkie mm-hmm. i was 14 years old i was very intimidated um i uh i remember going to pick up like the the, the pastries in the morning i think it was for a set like um going going on like my first coffee run mm-hmm. um i remember going up to ask some like somebody asked me hey do you know where can you find out where such and such is so I don't know who anybody is on set. And I go and I ask somebody like, hey, you know where such and such is? And they look at me like, no, but you got a walkie. And I was like, oh, that's what this is for. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, and that was also the year that Garden State came out. So I distinctly remember hearing the Garden State soundtrack for the first time. It was before I saw the movie. Uh-huh. So that's roughly what that, 
that time period is a very special time period. Sure. Uh, for me. For all of us, really. You're, you were 14 at the time? I What I love about it is it serves in direct contrast to, let's say, the last two years of my life. I'm 31 now. Mm-hmm. When uh, So in order to not work at a restaurant, I gotten back in the PA game mm-hmm. uh, because um, I, now I know what the hell to do. And I find that I actually can be pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's, like, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I, uh, boy... Had I PA'd at 14, the second somebody asked me, do you know where or who blah, blah, blah is, tears. Tears would have run away, probably run out into traffic on accident, and I'd be dead. So, I, you know, I'm going to tell you, well done. You must have been a strong young boy. It, 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 I, I got there, I did it. Let's, let's, let's not say that, like, ha-ha, I vanquished, <laughs> you know? And then, like, from then I built a career of, I built my way up the ladder. No, I definitely had my running scared moments mm-hmm. namely the next several years or like however many years and even in hollywood thinking like huh, because i'm not a pa <laughs> and then years later when like i have even less work mm-hmm. like taking the exact opposite approach and being like what if i like actively wanted to be a pa and, yeah and like liked it and then it's like whoa and then uh, um two years ago i was a pa on um this is a little of a tangent. The Boy Band Con, the Lou Pearlman story, which was oh, a yes. YouTube premium original mm-hmm. that uh, it came out on YouTube last year. But um, I got to meet some 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 NSYNC and some BSB, uh, just being a PA on that. That's pretty great. That was pretty tight. Let's let's then. I'm realizing like my instinct for a second again. We're exploring what this show is as we go. And if you're gonna do that, have Alex Salem on the first episode of your podcast. Do you know why? He's chill as fuck, and he'll he'll help you find what you need to find. So I was realizing I was gonna be like, so what's your history with acting and and being funny? But we're not doing that. Let's not do that. We're gonna jump right into. This is all about you getting paid to act or pretend to act, which is I'm, extra work. I'm digging it, um, but I, I must ask Jason. Yes. I, I appreciate you saying that about mm-hmm. me. I love being chill. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy to be uh, mm-hmm. your first guest, the guinea pig, so to speak. Second time I've gotten to do that for some. It's, it's absolutely, yeah. so nice. Uh, and this time I'm sober, which I'm so looking Great. forward to. But could you please conduct the rest of the interview in that voice? That would be hilarious. This one? Yes, this oh, okay. one. Hi, Phil. Um, Hello, I, everyone. Hmm. Uh, you don't have to. Actually I will do not that. do that. Thank you. Um, okay. you know, we can do an alt that. take for us later. Great. Once we're done, alt. By the way, for those who don't know, not in the know, <laughs> means alternate. Um, when you do one, you do one for you. You do one for the Hamptons. You know, it's also it's also an item on the keyboard. Also it's a control true. Control option. Yeah, and then delete, and then. Uh-huh. Do you know what the Mac equivalent of Control Alt Delete is? I don't. That's why I'm, me neither. That's why oh, I'm okay. Asking. It was one of those. Okay. I can never remember it when I need it. Mm-hmm. But I'm I, sorry. I look it up. I, I look it up I, all the time. Every time? Okay, yeah. I wish I could help you there. Um, Apple Shift? Keep going. Sorry. Sure. No, you're fine. You're fine. Let's talk about... Do you remember your first extra gig then? The first time you did yes, extra work? Yes. Yes. Uh, this was about a year or two later. I think it was the summer before I was a senior in high school, mm-hmm. also in the state of Iowa. I don't know if you know this or not, Jason, mm-hmm. but you know how right now there's sort of this like movement that's been happening for at least five plus years at this point where people are like, oh, dude, I don't know about L.A., man. Atlanta, you want to get to Atlanta? Yeah. That's where the movies are shooting. Yeah, or like North Carolina, that's because of the tax break. When now... Where are these people from that are talking to you? Do you know? I don't know who those people are. Like, like, 
in order to amalgamate those people, oh, okay. I, I subconsciously chose to adopt the voice of Trip Markle, which is the character portrayed That's by Adam exactly Grimes. That's exactly what I was going to say, yeah. I so, just I just always been impressed by that character yeah, and that voice. It's that a voice great is accent. So much this fun. rural Vermont thing that none of us knew was a thing until Adams like dips right into like that, whoa. That's what was so fascinating. I was like, you just introduced like the world mm-hmm. or at least us to an entire like type of person in this country that yeah. we'd never that I'd never heard of before. I wasn't yeah. planning on doing promo this far ahead, but I feel like we're gonna leave people behind. Lookingforwardmovie.com is a place where you can find a my sequel mockumentary that Alex Salem is in and uh, is a huge part of and is uh was a great help in making happen. So and, and heavily featuring Adam Grimes as yes. Trip Markle. Exactly. Um yeah, okay. Uh bef- while that was happening as that was gearing up, uh, Iowa had a good shot at that set. They offered that same type of tax break incentive okay. and had a good slate coming forward down the pike of, um, uh, you know, films, feature films that could come to Iowa, get a good tax break. There was one with, with Jillian Murphy and Ellen Page that I think did shoot, but I don't remember what it was called. There was something else, there was something else, but at the forefront of, and eventually I think somebody in the, don't, Quote me on this. You know, I I can't I can't say for certain what did happen. Uh huh. Just somebody messed it up. Okay. I don't I don't want to misspeak to what did happen. That's fine. Somebody messed it up. Somebody. Mm-hmm. It's been about fifteen years since we filmed this. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. And at the forefront of this was a film called The Final Season. The final season is a baseball movie directed by David Mickey Evans, who also directed The Sandlot. Oh. And it is based on the true story of the 1991 Norway, Iowa, which is a small town in rural Iowa, uh-huh. a baseball team. They're, they had like, they were like a the high school baseball team. They were a dope team, had this coach, this dynasty for many years. This coach, he was going to retire next year. No, 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 no. They were closing the school. Mm-hmm. They announced, like, there's only one more year left of this school before we um, dissolve it into another school district. Okay. And so they get this... They, they hire a whole new coach. They have the same coach for the last, like, 20 years. I don't know what it is. But they hired some new hotshot coach from some other city, big city, or I don't know, uh, to come in. And it's the story of, like them learning to work together and like rally together and even when like it seems hopeless they came through and i'm sure they won the whole of course sure whatever the champion have. but uh the cast in this damn film you gotta keep in mind jason i'm 16 i'm 17 mm-hmm. years old i'm a i'm a i'm a high school student uh, in in west des moines sure and, and fresh here, out of debate class or whatever it was basically yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and here for about one or two days during that summer we drove about me and my my best pals, uh, in the you know we were gonna get in the film game. We were in the acting game. We did theater. We drove about two hours out, and um, believe mind you, I'd already done like I'd done already a couple of other film projects in between that first one I mentioned mm-hmm. and this one by then. But it was um, um, Sean Astin. As the hot shot Fantastic. new coach, okay. Powers Booth, the late great Powers uh-huh. Booth, All right. as the um, uh, veteran coach of the district, who he sort of takes on the like advisor, assistant coach role mm-hmm. for the rest of the thing. 
Uh, Rachel Lee Cook as Aston's wife or another teacher at the thing who becomes uh, his love interest. Tom Arnold as I forget. All right. But he was in it. <laughs> Larry Miller. Jeez. Love Larry Miller. Yeah, he's Got fantastic. to see Larry Miller that day. That's I didn't amazing. talk to him, but like, um, I don't remember what he was in the film either. And You and, can play his son. We need oh, to make that let's happen. let's make that happen. It's a thought. Put um, it out there. And uh, other, um, uh, uh, some... Uh, uh, great, great Des Moines-based actors uh, that I knew uh, from from Des Moines theater and from growing up there mm-hmm. were equally in the in the film. Uh, I want to shout out uh, James Serpento, mm-hmm. uh, who who like um, co directed one of the films, um, a film before that that I was in, and um, Mike Cornelison, who has since passed, but he was a phenomenal actor uh, ah. that that had an impact on me early on. Awesome. Yeah. Sorry. No. Are you kidding? Long, long, this is this is what we need. Great. Great. But yeah, I got these are the this is this is the the final season, man. This was a oh, 2005 Alex. This was the shit. Michael Angarano is like the lead of the kids okay. in this film. Okay. I don't know that name. Uh, did you ever see the film Sky High? Oh, with with our good friend Dave Foley. Uh, oh, no, yes. I have not seen it. He's the lead in that. Oh, okay. and I recognized him from that at like because that movie just came out a year or two before oh, sure. we went to do this. That's huge like, for you. I know him from from movies. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, awesome. I mean, Kurt Russell, Kelly Preston, Dave Foley, Dave Foley, in them. Dave Foley. Anger Ron, do you watch This Is Us? Uh, wait, have I? No. Uh uh-uh. uh. See, I'm the worst, right? I'm the worst. Once I stopped doing extra work, I just stopped watching. It's okay. TV. I don't That's watch This true. Is Us either, but okay. he's in that. Okay. All right. Um, I didn't even think to rattle off my Angarano film credits. <sighs> beforehand. Weirdly, um, I don't think anybody signed on for it, so I don't think they're going to miss it, but that's fine. Are you sure, Jason? I think so. I don't want to let your audience down. No, I don't think I don't think you will. I, what I'm curious is why you were... Now, was, was this traditionally... So I say traditionally. In LA or in New York, you go through usually like central casting. There's a call. Do you fit it? You call in, and usually you're embarrassed because they're like, you're not good looking enough. They don't say it that way, but whatever. They don't give you the job. Or you get the job, and you're fine because they didn't care how good looking you were. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. How do how is it done in the Midwest? Is there a casting agency, or do you answer a call like online in the paper? What's the deal? I think I'm sure there was a call in the paper, and I'm sure there was like people who like would would physic like you would physically call, or they'd like get back to you with a voicemail or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew about this because of shout out again kim busby okay uh my my acting teacher throughout um high school she also we, we turned that class into a um an improv group for a couple of years uh we did short form improv and she coached that so awesome. um yeah she uh i want to say she was she was uh, also involved uh, in that in that film uh just anything through the iowa film office mm-hmm. um just 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 knew about it so yeah again uh shout out to uh my high school acting mentor and improv coach kim busby uh had has the hookups on uh, the iowa film scene mm-hmm. uh, and was involved with with this film this this big to do um so we knew about it <laughs> and and we 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 knew kind of what we were getting into when we when we when we drove there what were you supposed to be what were you playing i was playing 
people in the stands mm-hmm. watching the baseball. All right. There were two prominent scenes I can remember. And I knew this years ago because it was the first big thing I'd been I'd been associated with. And like a couple of times I'd been on film before that independently. Um they were independent and like I uh I had um I showed I showed up more than uh more than five lines. Oh, okay. So 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 they would not count as background. Sure. I think that film I was talking about earlier, Boone style, where I was a PA, I mm-hmm. think I showed up as uh I wouldn't be surprised if I was used as an extra at some point. But oh, okay. I honestly don't remember. It does happen a lot. Um, like a lot of people get wrangled into being extras or tiny, tiny parts on shows or movies. Uh, so in, in the final season, I was people in crowd. I remember there was like one scene where like I could find myself later on. I was wearing an orange T-shirt uh, where like like I showed up a little bit more is because it's a practice. It's at like a team practice where they just put a couple of bodies in the okay. stands. Uh, scattered, a little scattered. Sure. Um, earlier on in the film, mm-hmm. during like uh, team practice, uh, you know, and there's still a little bit of uh, tumultuousness, uh-huh. if that is such a word. Yep, that's a word. Towards the new coach, played by Sean Astin. And then also, I think I was in a much larger crowd of people on another day uh, where that scene was, I don't know if it was the big game mm-hmm. at the end, but it, it was one of, I think it might've been the big game. And I remember, um, remember little bits of this, of the scene and hearing the actors because they did it again and again and again and, and seeing the director and I'm like, Oh my God, that guy directed the Sandlot, you know? And, and then awesome. this, the AD giving direction and, and Sean Astin. But, uh, you know, I'll wait until, uh, the order of your questions prompts me to go into that part of it. No, fine. Uh, go into it, man. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Sean. Astin. Well, no, I want to. I want to. I want to hear your. I want to. I want to see the order that you. That you well, I mean, the, I mean, this is generally it. I mean, if it's your first extra gig, I, I don't know if there's anything that surprised you or was interesting to you, because I mean, <laughs> one of the things I remember learning, even though I'd worked in film sets, like in film school, like an 18-hour day with a bunch of your film school buddies, that's a different thing than watching a bunch of motherfuckers getting paid a ton of money to do big work. That is a different thing. You know? Because we'd done that by that point once or twice. Yeah. You know, like all day with, with some of your buddies. And it's just like... And it's it's great because mm-hmm. it's before that you've all learned that each of you is going to have a thing that mm-hmm. you just really freaking need to be the like the film to go in that the project to like go in that direction and you're gonna fight about it to mm-hmm. whatever last stitch you need to to make that happen and it's just fun yeah um now this was different because i still was like i don't know how to i i, I don't know what the rules are yeah i don't want to break the rules for that sure I can't even see um i go into uh i remember going in to sit down and uh my friend one of my friends i was with jill jones uh she is uh she's now a a fine documentary filmmaker awesome out, out uh, i believe she's she's out in los angeles um i remember she was bring she brought with her a free reading book a free reading book because we would be sitting on baseball stands mm-hmm. uh bleachers for most of the day and i remember specifically it was the Poisonwood Bible by Barbara Kingsolver. Okay. 
It's like Forrest Gump says. It's funny how you remember some things and others you don't. Uh-huh. Couldn't tell you why I remember the title of that book. I mean... I've never read Barbara King Solver in my life. But that's the paperback that Jill had on her that day. And the eight, like, everybody's walking past. Everybody's got a past 1991 blah, blah, you know appearance right, right they never stopped asking <clears throat> everybody if they had 1991 a period uh appropriate period cars uh, they needed so wow, many of those yeah, by huh? god um and it, this was 2005 too so like mm-hmm. it's it's kind of funny to think about now but it was like so cool then who am i kidding it's only cooler now yeah, yeah. to think about like oh everything's so 91 <laughs> is it <clears throat> safe to assume that they didn't have a whole that they were depending on you for wardrobe exclusively they weren't gonna fit you with something 1990s my if i recall correctly they had something uh-huh. they had like, like they, they had like maybe one or two people and like a rack or something okay and if like if you needed but you know they asked you to like Pretty much just nothing too flashy, nothing mm-hmm. at all modern. No logos. And no, no logos, no stripes, yada, yada. And you're pretty much good. Yeah. But I remember like she got stopped by the AD to be like, is that book written before 1991? You know? Wow, all right. And the answer is no, but it's like, is that book really going to be seen? Is that going shot? to be seen? It's Absolutely a large seat shot not. of bleachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I'm walking past, you know, out from one like holding building out, out to the set or something. Mm-hmm. And there's Larry Miller. And he's just walking or something, and I think what happened, like, I still remember this, he was, um, I really think somebody had come up to him and was trying to talk to him to, like, say they were, I assume it was to say they were a fan. Sure, sure. I didn't hear, I didn't hear what it was, I have no idea what it could be. Um, And at the same time, some crew folks were walking through, working or something. All I saw was a little snippet of Larry Miller saying, now hold, hold on, these people are trying to work. Like telling some other extras uh-huh. to like not be doing what they were doing or they were rambunctious or they were trying to talk loudly to him. Ah, okay. While crew people were trying to work. Yeah. This is all, the whole snippet that I saw as I was walking past. So like any ideas of going up and say, oh my God, you're Larry Miller. Hi, I'm Alex Salem. I'm a yeah. huge fan. Immediately went out the door. Fair. And I kept walking and I was like, what are the rules of this place? <laughs> but you learned that lesson. Do you know how many times I've been on set where people don't learn that kind of lesson. Yes. Over the years, yes. I've seen it since then in other capacities, yes. Also, you know, just because I learned some great lessons on the set of the final season or Boone Style, my mm-hmm. first film experiences in Iowa, doesn't mean I remembered them every day That's ever fine. since. That's fine. Ten years in Los Angeles and various assorted experiences. You know not to steal people's time, though. I'm, I'm sure you know better. I do know that. <laughs> See? Sure. And I'm sure you've learned it more since you, like you say, you, you've worked in restaurants where famous people who I would kill to meet um, come in all the time. Oh, yeah. Do I tell you those stories? You don't have to. This is we, we, Here's the thing. It's about extra work. It's about extra work. But you're actually, you, you seem to think that I have an expectation that you'll, one way or the other, if it comes up, it comes up. I guess I was more curious, like, mm-hmm. yes, like I. I know my my cool celeb restaurant stories. Mm-hmm. I was looking for a litmus test of how often am I that guy who keeps telling them all the time. <laughs> oh, I see. No, you don't. No, you oh, mention great. you bring them up when you know it's somebody I'm going to care about. You've definitely done that. I definitely do. That's do a kindness that. you do. That's an that's a Salem well, I'm glad. kindness, a trademark Salem kindness. TSM. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a thing. Um, or K, trademark Salem kindness. I think kindness starts with why a K. Why did I think M? 
don't we do that all the time though? I don't because there's an M in your last name. TSK. Well, then it's just Tisk. 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 Jason. That's trademark Salem kindness. Um. No, go ahead. No, you're fine. So you you didn't know the rules, but how how long do you think it took you to be comfortable on a set? I'm still not comfortable on a set. No. Well, like. <laughs> I I really appreciate that it's a job, mm-hmm. a- and I think what it is is when you start off, and for years even, who knows? I have a problem even up to ten years in LA. I am still just as bad. Okay, not physically as bad, but I still have a terrible problem with being starstruck. I really do. Is it I, a problem though? Well, I love. I it's no. You're right. It's not. It's just like. I, I'm so tired of hearing, well, no, I'm not tired. <laughs> they should say it. They should live their truth. Mm-hmm. But I get uncomfortable when I'm listening to interviews, uh, a million interviews, where like they're talking to famous people and they're like, oh, and when you start off, did you get starstruck? And everybody's like, no, I don't really get starstruck, except for one. And then they tell the story about that one. Uh-huh. No, I don't I don't care if I saw you as the third lead mm-hmm. in a YouTube video in 2015. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like I I can't talk to them. People probably go up to them all the time. Right, right, right. Um that's my favorite shit. I love when people have such very specific like uh, I'm not going to I'll get her on the podcast one of these days if she's ever done extra work. Um a, a good friend of mine who is a real big name dropper of character actors that nobody's ever heard of that she's only familiar with and it's just like you know I don't know who you're talking about. I right? love that. Can you without saying her if you don't want mm-hmm. to, can you tell me at least one you can think of of a character actor I that wish they, I could. It would be like heard them cite? It would be like you or I going up to anybody and being like, "Hey, I just met Joey Slotnick, uh, and then oh, like, right, you right, know, right, right, because right, we both right. love Pirates of Silicon Valley. Wait, 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 wait. I dropped his name to, the other day to somebody, seeing if it, they'd pick it up. They didn't because it's he's a guy whose face you know, but who you may not. We know should the name. at least know the other notable thing people would know him from. You know his face. There's like sure, but he's in so much. Is he in Road Trip? I have never seen. No, Road Trip. I, I haven't either. I couldn't tell you. Don't yeah, I couldn't either. No, I want to figure out what Joey Slotnick is in besides Pirates of Silicon. I mean, Valley. he's in that. He's in that episode of Psych that references Pirates of Silicon Valley that I told you about the other day. Oh, that made my day. I that was, was great. Like, right? I'm so glad that that happened. You probably also told me about that at least once before. I might years have. ago, I, and, and I didn't realize it uh, that I had already realized it. He's in an episode of The Office where Jim and Pam are trying to get a preschool, and Jim sees him uh, on the toilet in the children's toilet because he can't lock the door for safety reasons. And uh, it's very embarrassing, and it's very great. And he has the line, did you two ever consider that maybe you're not as charming as you think? And it's one of my favorite lines on that show because it calls out Jim and Pam for you know being too cutesy. It's kind of great. That's lovely. Yeah, it's a great it's a great moment on that show. Love me some Joey Slotnick. But it's that kind of, it's that level of like, other people might not know who they are. Um, My point is, it's yeah. like that game Botticelli, where you've got to like, you get the other person to guess the celebrity that you're you're referring to mm-hmm. the, the rule is they've got to be at least as famous or more famous than Botticelli <laughs> by those rules mm-hmm. um, we're starstruck to a measure of Joey Slotnick mm-hmm. uh, it's um, I'll, I'll still feel that way when uh, you know I'll see people they'll come in yeah I like I, I like I, I've always I've always felt that yeah 
always feel that it's a good thing like it's to the point where i was gonna i never know how to pose it i wouldn't know how to pose this question i can just tell you it happens to me when i'm on a set like especially if it's a historical set if i'm on warner brothers lot or universal or disney's lot i still kind of get chills depending on where i am like i still can get i have the capability of getting chills if i realize oh this was shot here oh this was shot here. i don't know what um as you should i get that way even not on a set or a studio just mm-hmm. different parts of la yeah that's fair too like actually actually i love that it's like I won't be there. There, there, there won't be a, a set filming or anything. Mm-hmm. But I'll be in the damn Dresden. That's mm-hmm. a great example. Solid. Yeah. Or um, oh, I was just oh my god, like a couple months ago, mm-hmm. uh, I went to the. I, I saw this for the second time uh, in the theater. Uh, Los Angeles plays itself. Mm. You seen this? No. You heard of, have you seen this? Have you heard of this? <laughs> um, it's uh, oh, we'll, we'll we'll talk. It's just a wonderful. Uh, 2003 video essay. Uh, I believe his name's Tom Anderson. Tom okay. with a T H O M. Film professor somewhere. I don't remember. Uh, but it's this two and a half hour video essay that's sort of like the different ways in which Los Angeles has been filmed during the history of the city. Oh, cool. And it's like all these, like, you see how many things shot in the Bradbury building yeah, all yeah, in yeah. a row. And really cool. So I, I feel that history everywhere in town. Now. Like the. The, the Griffith Park Tunnel and the Roger Rabbit scene. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, all that every stuff. Every time. That's yeah. all I think of every time. And I feel like one of those is also used in Back to the Future, right? Or is it the same tunnel or is it a different? Because do you remember the scene in Back to the Future 2 where he's trying to get the thing out of and the he, back like, of the he car? Pulls, he, like, he, he ultimately like leaves the DeLorean is flying and, and yes. he grabs mm-hmm. them. Is that the same tunnel or is it a different tunnel? I, it's probably the same tunnel, but like... One's in Griffith, one's in downtown. Okay, okay. Actually, now you know what I always think of is the bowl. Every time I'm at the bowl, I think of three things. Uh huh. One, Python. Sure. Because I've seen that on film now. Mm-hmm. Two, I think it's the second season, episode one of Columbo. Uh-huh. Uh, John Cassavetes plays the bad guy, and okay. he's, a, he's a he's an orchestra conductor. Okay, so his office is the bowl, and like you see you see Falk walking through the audience of the bowl during Amazing. the daytime. Love it, yeah. And, and just like that's it's the same friggin' bowl. It's great, it's great. Uh, and and then three, that video where um. Uh, uh, Keanu and Alex are announcing that there's going to be a Bill and Ted three from ah. earlier this year. <laughs> so it just see this. It's a spectrum. It doesn't matter what era. There's always That's something awesome. cool. See, this is what I'm talking about. Appreciate not getting so damn cynical that you can't love this stuff. You know, there are times when I'm like, I hate being in LA, but then I'm like. When I was out here for my first month, my buddy Ray and I went to as many Back to the Future locations as we possibly could. I, you know, I I stole bark off the tree that George climbs to peep in in, in her window. Stole some rocks from uh, uh, Doc Brown's house. All kinds of stuff like that. It was fun. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Um, the um, on my bucket list is to someday film something in Johnny's Coffee Shop, which is. Oh yeah. Uh, also affectionately known as Bernie's Coffee Shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, you got American History X, Reservoir Dogs, and a pivotal moment of Lebowski yeah. on the same Wilshire Fairfax. Yeah. So yeah. That is for those who don't know, a fifties ish, sixties ish, seventies ish style Googie style diner that was a diner that they shot in a lot, but now is exclusively there to be rented out for filming. It is not a diner, but it still looks exactly the same. Yeah. And it was a great piece on it on um, 
somewhere on KCRW a little while ago, um, talking about how it existed as a filming location mm-hmm. and was also a um, progressive political meetup space. Ah. I think I think it was one of the early episodes of Greater LA, that new show. Uh-huh. I don't know how much of this you want to leave in. This sounds like a whole other podcast. Here's the thing, Alex. If nothing else, this podcast is a love letter to Hollywood. <laughs> fucking A. Love me some fucking Hollywood. Are you fucking kidding me? Fuck. I just had to say that. Should I say that once an episode? You should say it like it's almost like Hollywood is, is a it? character itself. <laughs> you know, the first character, of course, Pacino. And then blah, 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 blah. But, you know, the third character, the real main character. Hollywood, Hollywood itself. If nothing else, this podcast is like a love letter to Hollywood. Because we ne- can never have too many of those. No. But sincerely, I do, I do, I do really like the history. I, I dig the place so much. It's great. I wouldn't still be here. Well, that's the end of the show. Kidding. There's so much more to talk about. That so was we've funny. only talked about your first extra game. And we haven't even finished it. I haven't we haven't. The best part. Hit me. No. Yes. All okay, right. The best so we're sitting there up. on the bleachers mm-hmm. this is during the watching the practice scene not okay. the next not or the, the later day may or may we're not watching the big, the big game scene right 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 in between takes mm-hmm. who happens to be right in front of the bleachers you know going to um you know just hovering near his first position other than sean Aston himself awesome and he just comes up to the group and he just says thanks you guys thanks for doing this it's nice to have you appreciate you doing this and and uh and 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 people inevitably want to just ask him questions about the lord of the rings movies and, oh right because that's, cause shit, that that's had just right happened. then oh my that god that was right then yeah 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 and shit. he's just more than happy to talk about it that's this is great. the first that i learned that um uh, no, no, I gotta, I gotta give my, I gotta give my 16, 17 year old self more credit. Uh-huh. I think before that day, I think I did know that they just filmed it all in one go over the course of two years or mm-hmm. however long it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't just learn that then, but, uh, but yeah, um, if I didn't, that certainly solidified it for me that that was, uh, to, Two years they were down there. And then... Um, Did he show you his tattoo? I don't think so. Okay. But I don't remember. Do you know what his tattoo is? It's something in Elvish that all of the nerds that were on that movie got together. All the stars Oh, that's that. tight. Mm-hmm. He could have. For all we know, from now on, for the rest of my life, when I go back and try to remember this one summer day in 2005, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will now remember that he did show the tattoo, mm-hmm. whether factually he did or did not. This is why memory regression uh, works so well. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great for like legal things <laughs> and court transcripts. Yep. And <laughs> from then on, ever since, whenever I would see Sean Astin in something, which ever since 2005, for the most part, has just been... Adam Stranger Sandler things. films. Okay. What did you say? Stranger Things. Oh, this yeah, that's so, right. Way so recent. Way that's recent. Right. Yeah. Uh, no. But yeah, damn Adam it. Sandler films. You're right. I was waiting for you. I was trying to get you to take the drink before I said Adam Sandler because I thought that might be a punchline. <laughs> He's jacked in that one, though. He's he is. weirdly jacked. He is. Uh, I, 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 always, I always feel a special fondness. Like, that's my guy. He came to you, Iowa. You should. I do. Because he talked to the extras. That's not that's required. Not, it's not required. Not required and not all that common. Like, and I, you know, that that's one of the weird things too about being an extra is like, 
so often do you? And by the way, I'm going to say extra mixed with backstra, background actor, but extra is easier were, to say. You might say backstra. Backstra. That's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like we're almost saying the title of that failed Rain Wilson show, Backstrom, <laughs> which sounded great on paper sure. from the creator of House. Yeah. Uh, Rain Wilson is playing a hard-boiled <laughs> PI uh-huh. in the Pacific Northwest. I assume. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Dwight Plays House is mostly. It's what Dwight it's... Plays House, and I love Rain Wilson. He Actually, can do many things, but it really did just feel that like that. Really Plays sounds House. like like a season seven episode of The Office title. Very much. Dwight so. Plays House. Yeah. Ex- would it be the like the old school like kids game house, or would it be like mm. like him trying to? You know what? We'll figure that out later. Good territory to mine <laughs> he there. He diagnoses one of his horses with lupus. That's what happens. Um, the only cure is more beats. <laughs> yeah, 100%. We just solved it. Great. My favorite actor, <laughs> Zazie Beats. <laughs> That's very stupid. Um, I love... No, uh, but you'll hear stories on set like uh, when I was on The West Wing once. Totally cut out of the West Wing, by the way. West Wing once. West Wing once. With Jason Klum. Yeah. Uh, I met, so I met a guy. So Okay. So I met two people on this set of the West Wing. The one day it was on there, uh, one of them was like, oh man, if you're ever on here again, it's great. Uh, if you have lunch, because it was a short day. You have lunch, Martin Sheen will come. He comes and eats with the extras all the time. So apparently Martin Sheen was a big eat because he used to do extra work. Oh. So he would actually eat with the extras. So fucking, that doesn't happen. That is no, like there is extra, a clear extra level. effing line. Yep. There is a clear you're not supposed line. To sit with them. You're not supposed to. And he's like, fuck that. I'm Martin Sheen. So the two guys that I met on there were um, the very new stepfather of Ben from Golden Pains. Gold, the Golden Pains? Growing Pains. Holy shit. I just said Golden Pains like it was a thing. Growing Pains. It was It was the one crossover episode between Growing Pains and the Golden, Golden Girls. Girls. Yep. And it's like, show me that friend. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't waste another and then what happens is Rue McClanahan gets in a lot of trouble because her and Kirk Cameron really hit it off because they're there, both horny. There we go. They thirsty. Damn, that's 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 pretty that's good. Pretty I can't great. I can't riff top that with the with the knowledge of specifics on both shows that I have to map together. I was gonna go for Alan Thick and uh, B. Arthur. That's fair. That's fair. I'm now realizing though I should have saved that one for the second because the second person is a little little more of a downer. This dude. This is, this is fucked up. He was one of the people who got anthrax in the mail when those anthrax attacks were happening. No, you know somebody who that I I met whoa. a dude and he came out. He quit everything and came out here. He's like, I'm gonna try acting. And what's great is I meet him on the West Wing set. This is the last place you want to be reminded of. Why are you on the West oh Wing my set? God. Oh, so you're on West Wing set um, post 9/11? Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is this is like three years, four years later. But this guy's like, yeah, um, the reason I'm out here is like I got one of the anthrax envelopes in the mail and I was just done with Jesus it. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's fine. Wait, wait, wait. What was he doing before? He worked in some capacity either at the White House or in some other. So that's where they, it was sent. Like, because mm-hmm. you're saying that this was now, when I'm DC, like, where, yeah, they got How many of those were, did they send? Did they send him to like a bunch of people or like there was just. That's a good question. I'd have to look know. it up. But, you know, he was in one of those offices and it must have been the dude who opened it or something. It really broke Jesus, the Jesus, age, Jesus. But, you know, he's healthy, nice guy. Good, um, good, mm-hmm. good. So, Glad anyway. <laughs> that's just one of those weird sets of stories um show me that smile again show me that smile thank you for being a friend so what about your what's the next one you want to talk about 
You got four that are very important. Well, your first one is not part of the four, is it? Uh, no, that that one. What? Well, the the PA thing. <clears throat> you you said you got four that you want to talk about specifically. No, the 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 uh, the final season was one of the four. But while we were okay. just talking about that, uh huh, you said something, uh huh, about the the thing about Martin Sheen eating with the extras yes. reminded me of a fifth thing, which is very very relevant Go to this it. discussion. Go for it. Shucks! What order do I want to? Do? You know, no <laughs> chronologically. Let's go friggin' chronologically. Which let's means do A it. A comes before B. Yep. Which means C comes before A. Alex is doing alphabetical, but he understands what's going on. Yeah, I think I got an order. Okay, great. Okay, hit me with it. So, um, after uh, getting inundated enough in the Iowa film scene, burgeoning at the time. <laughs> It leveled off while I was in college in Boston. I was in Boston for about, th- <coughs> ladies and gentlemen, I feel it's my obligation as a as a as a um, as a worthwhile broadcaster to let you know that Jason has some. Uh, he just needs to relieve himself of a some whatever some phlegm or whatever comes out when you cough. He uh-huh. just needs a moment. Need some agua. Okay. No, hey, I've to, been drinking. Do you see how much I've had? Yes. Maybe but that's, it's flu maybe I'm season. Overhydrated. I learned on the radio today. It's flu it's season. Flu season. Oh, but I've also, had, feel I've free to my... feel free to duck into mine. I took a little bit extra time. I was in the car for a while uh-huh. on the way over. I took a little extra time though to stop and get a coffee, a fresh coffee before I got here. This is not one that I had for my drive. Mm. I knew I would need it because I was getting no sleep. Sure. Yada yada. But and and you know I I the only one nearby is in beautiful downtown Burbank. Mm-hmm. Where parking is, but I was blessed. I jumped right in. My point being, help yourself to the water that you designated to me. Sure. I don't need all of it. Maybe I shall. 2010. Mm-hmm. I've made it out to L.A. after college. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't quite into the acting thing yet. Oh, it's really? Not what, it's not what I studied in college. I didn't. I, it was, it was you went an, to Emerson. I went to Emerson, and it was an audition program to get into the theater uh, to, to, to the okay. acting major, and I was not selected. Interesting. Not going to lie. Crushed my friggin' audition. My uh-huh. folks and I, we had to go from Des Moines to Chicago, which is a five-hour drive, but we have cousins there, so it's all good. But um, uh, that was the closest national place that they went to to mm-hmm. do this. So I went and I did that. Like, we drove out there just so I could go to, like, this hotel conference suite one afternoon and audition uh-huh. do like the pre-year audition to be like if you get admitted to the school this is to see if you get admitted to study acting okay and i did not but All i got right. admitted to the school so i studied literature which oh is, i will do that again every day in every day of the week and twice on sunday i'm talking about if i had to do it all over again uh-huh uh-huh uh, i'm very happy that i did it was, it was tight it was tight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyway so I thought I'd be in a writing track, and I spent my first year out here kind of thinking that, and I did get into UCB pretty early, though, but it was oh, a okay. full year before I got into an acting class through this through a friend of mine and and sort of realized that was my jam. And I'm glad it happened, too, because two months after I got into that class and that first class invigorated me, mm-hmm. um, that's when I jumped on the casting sites and started submitting for things. And, like, the first ever thing that, like, I went... First or second thing I went that like I auditioned for and got mm-hmm. was a um, small comedy play at the next stage oh. where I met the director of that play, Brett Schlank. Okay, our mutual, our very good mutual friend. Yes, whom with whom that had not happened, you and I would not have met. After so that. wait, by the time I met you, you had not been like. I was about two months in. Wow. 
yeah, about three months in. Sorry for my Owen Wilsoning, but wow, that's wow, wow. Well, that's um, okay. I'll be Luke. <laughs> Harder to do. Harder to do, Luke Wilson. Boy, I'll say. <laughs> These are OR scrubs. Oh, are they? <laughs> Such a dumb joke. You but did I've it. Always liked you did it. it, Jason. I've always liked that. It. It's a good joke. In... That's amazing. I didn't realize that by the time we met. The... All right, that's weird. So the um, the relevance to, to all of this yeah. background experience was in the late spring of 2010. Uh huh. I still wasn't in acting acting mode. But I had been a ways into UCB. Actually, maybe it was more like March. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, was um, I had taken UCB one hundred and one, mm-hmm. and in my UCB one hundred and one class that year was a very funny, very talented gentleman. By the name of Anders Holm. Aha. And I later learned that this was in the period where Comedy Central had already learned of the Workaholics guys and the Ah. videos and and that and and put together a pilot and was interested and had greenlit a first season Mm -hmm. of the show that we now know as Comedy Central's Workaholics. Sure. And... But at this time, like, I didn't know any of this and, mm-hmm. like, spent most of the eight weeks of that class, like, oh, this guy was funny and, like, everybody was pretty funny. And, the, and two of those guys in that class later, I remember, they had guest stars in the same episode of The Office. Wow. Um, and um, at the end of it, Honors and I had hung out, like, one time we went and saw a, a show there, which, funny enough, was actually this um, this pilot that Tom Lennon and Ben Garant had done mm-hmm. that year that they wanted to do it multicam, but yeah. they wanted to improvise it. Yes, so, I remember hearing about yeah, this. Yeah, The Strip. It was called The mm-hmm. Strip. Yeah. So they didn't film it in front of an audience. Dave Holmes was on that show, if I remember correctly. Oh, was he? I think so. Okay. So they um, they showed, they screened the pilot in the UCB theater in like a secret midnight show, mm-hmm. and we consented for them to record our response to like put a laugh track Okay, in. okay. And it was funny because... Um, uh, that was like one of the only shows Durs could go to and needed to do it for like the required shows you're supposed to go to to, to complete a UCB class. Oh, okay. Only like that wasn't going to, that didn't end up counting because um, it wasn't an actual improv show. Right, but right. It was like, I don't know what to do. This is just when I can go. I'm working the rest of the time. Yeah. And, um, but he had just gone, jumped back in to take the UCB 101 to sharpen the chops back up before right. they, they hit the shooting schedule really hard but uh it was barely a few weeks after we finished that class that they were had begun shooting and they were they started with reshooting episode one okay as part of a whole thing and they needed extras so he sent out a thing to our email list from that ucb class and me and another guy his name is alex kavitsky i seen him do a bunch of stuff at channel 101 mm-hmm. uh writer director uh performer and um we were the only ones who who went and did that day, and uh, so in the very first episode of the very first season mm-hmm. of Workaholics, in the very first scene, mm-hmm. I am a featured background. That's awesome. It's fucking awesome. That's is what amazing. It is. Explain. I, you know what? This is our first episode. Explain what featured background is. It means. Featured background is a word that you use when you were background 
or more than where you can say like, no, 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 no. But you can see me. Yeah. Or no, 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 no. But I do something uh-huh. like like I'm in the thing. Like yeah. I'm I'm in it. Mm-hmm. Like I can say I'm in it. I don't have a line. Mm-hmm. But you know me like the, I would call my favorite example is now a very recent example that I wasn't familiar with before. But mm-hmm. you and I just did a, a live stage reading performance of the film Scream yes, from sir. 1996. Uh-huh. The scene in the video store where Randy and Stu are talking mm-hmm. and Randy's shouting his crackpot theory that everybody's a suspect or he's, he's going off the rails a little bit. And you can clearly see this woman in the aisle behind him staring blatantly at him, but she's blurred because she's because it's it's focused on the foreground. Uh-huh. And she like stares at him and halfway through him talking, she just shakes her head and leaves the frame. <laughs> and like so good. like she's blurred, but you can clearly see her. Mm-hmm. To me, that's a quintessential featured background. Does she feel directed or do you think she just went and made a decision and it still it didn't stand out too much so they didn't cut her out? Jason Klum. Yeah. I'm going to charge you mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. If you Will accomplish anything with this podcast, yes. the professional blur. You want me to get her on the show? I want you to get to the bottom of that. I want you because because okay. I want to know the exact same thing. Do we ever know? No, did we you, don't. Did, or, did, were you were you directed to do that, or are you just some precocious, you know, no fucks given mm-hmm. hero mm-hmm. who's going to be told by some frustrated ad not to fucking do anything uh-huh. and then you're not gonna help but seize your moment if you can act just just enough if you uh-huh. can do such a good acting are, is that are you gonna get pulled on stage like courtney cox who's right. also in that movie <laughs> that's that's the real it's a fine line to walk alex salem <laughs> it really is and i'll tell you i've crossed it way too many times no such thing no uh-huh. such thing as too many times Oh my god, that's uh, that's phenomenal. Well, now I'm gonna have to check that out because I've never really watched Workaholics, but now I'm gonna watch it for you. Very first scene, very first scene. Very first I can, scene. I can, that's I can, um, phenomenal. I can, uh, I can give you the the synopsis of it if you want, or we can come back to that later. We can maybe come back segment. to it later because I want I want to know what else because that was this that was your bonus. So let's let's talk about let's talk about it. What, no, 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 no. That's one I knew. The that bonus was is one, coming. Oh, the bonus is coming. Okay, great. That's fine. Uh, yeah, let's 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 hear it. What what else? What else have you done? Um. Uh, where would look, have I? Where would I have seen you? Where would I? Where would I have seen where, you? Where? Where would I? All right, what are we doing here? All right, hey, watch out! <laughs> you want me to be a spy? What? What is this? Fairly camp president with a whole brand. All right, watch out! How you doing, it, man? <laughs> um, today is what's today? Monday? Yeah. <laughs> Fun oh fact: uh, I was an extra in this one. I just I really liked for a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. I was just feeling in a good mood. But you know how, like, you'll get an email from a friend or, like, somebody you once were in an improv class with three years ago sure. but haven't spoken to since? Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, we need background tomorrow for a shoot. Yeah. Um, Maybe they'll throw you 50 bucks for a few hours or mm-hmm. for 12 hours. Who knows? Uh-huh. Or, you know, or, like, it'll just be one of the... I don't even know what to do with these anymore, but, like, you'll just read it, like, where they're genuinely offering you copy credit meal and an opportunity to network with some great people <laughs> and you're just like see i love that because like there's a period in time where you need to do that sure and and not to say like 
any one, it's like a lotto ticket almost. Any one of them could still like lead to something for sure if you want. But it's like she's like after several years, mm-hmm. you you just cannot get enthused about that. No. Um. So I think it was an email more or less to that effect mm-hmm. from a friend of mine from college whom I'd done a play with. Uh, I think out here by then. Um, okay. But also knew from college. And uh, it was a friend of hers was producing uh, this uh, short film that she had written and she was directing and also starring in. And uh, I went to be an extra in a scene that took place on Yom Kippur Uh in a temple. And I was raised Catholic. Uh So I rather enjoyed wearing a yarmulke and being inside of a temple and, and, and watching a real rabbi playing a fictional rabbi delivering a Kaddish. That's awesome. Uh, it okay. was tight. The uh, the woman uh, starring and producing and writing and directing the film, her name is Rachel Fleischer. Okay. Mm-hmm. And her father is Charles Fleischer. Holy shit. The uh, voice Roger of Roger Rabbit? Rabbit. Holy crap. That was one of the perks on her Indiegogo campaign to fund that short that I found later is mm-hmm. like for a certain tier, you could get the voice of Roger Rabbit on your voicemail. I mean. I was like, that's. Come on. I mean. <laughs> Eddie. I, I can't do it, but like it's all right. Yeah, it's good. No, it's better than I can do it. But only when it was funny. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so good. Uh, were dying. there any were there any specific uh, any, anything happen on other than that kind of awesome experience of like this weird cultural uh, like shift for you, or is uh, anything else on? Stage? Right, that was tight. Uh, you know what the thing I remember is like I'm sort of like trying to jump into a conversation in the row ahead of me. Uh huh. And um. What it is is somebody's talking about the composer Hans Zimmer. Okay. And they're making a side comment about um, how, like, he doesn't really do any of his own writing. Okay. Like, like his, his people do. Oh, okay. Or whatever. Yeah. And I just remember asking about that. Like, oh, is that a, is that a thing? And, and I just – I remember this because the guy looked at me and genuinely was confused. Like, are you joking? Is that a joke? I was like, no. I, I don't know <laughs> shit about – the world of being a composer i'm not a musician right right I, he was like oh oh you're asking a question <laughs> i don't know it's just it was so like That's amazing i was like this is oh it was a very bizarre situation but i think we found communication afterwards so i that so i remember that exchange <laughs> happening that day i do i have some good memories of definitely have some good memories of like shoots that i've done for just a meal but to be fair they've been a little like I, I got real picky about them later on. Like, once I had a full-time job and wasn't doing extra work for money anymore, yeah, it becomes a thing. It's like, if this is something super cool, I'll do it, sure. you know, Right, like, there free. is some fun things like that where mm-hmm. it's like, hey, I need you to just come out. It's just for this. Um, I just need bodies, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Shucks, I finally remember the next thing I was an extra. Okay, so I have two bonuses. Okay. They're both coming. Okay. They're both coming. Hit me. Uh, Hit but, me with the next one. Of them, one of them is that. Like, there was a, there's a fun thing to it. Okay. So the first bonus, which is the first one that I remembered. <laughs> Technically, I was the lead in this project. Okay. But this project was the only national commercial I've ever booked. The only commercial I think I've ever booked. Uh-huh. It's non-union. It was advertising the search engine Bing. Amazing. Bing! First <laughs> shot right out the box! <laughs> Which is what I think of every time you do a Tobolowski impression. Uh-huh. Um, and the the premise of the commercial 
is that there are these three friends, I'm one of the three friends, mm-hmm. talking to each other using the search engine Bing. There's a chat function. Oh, boy. Okay. Which was just brand effing new in 2012. Sure, sure. I mean, you got to put yourself <laughs> in the shoes, Jason. This whole experience was just so effing mind-blowing. I mean, the world's been taken over by Bing since, so I mean, I can't even imagine the I world mean, without it. I remember. I was there. <laughs> um, three friends are chatting with each other via Bing. Uh-huh. One of them says, hey... What are movie show times? Any of you cats want to check out a movie? I don't think they said cats. That's me saying. Uh, that's your Anybody want to check out a movie? And then the one of the other friends says, nah, forget that. There's a movie shooting in town. Let's go be in it. And this commercial, in 30 seconds, you watch the three of us arrive on a set, go to makeup, Wardrobe. What the fuck? Where, 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 and we're getting like chainmail and broadswords and helmets and shiz, uh-huh. and it all culminates in a scene of a scene being filmed, like for a movie or pretty much Game of Thrones, where it's like some medieval style army charging. Uh-huh. But you watch the three of us, like the commercials, watching the three of us go to set and get dressed up to be an extra. So the title of the spot was called Bing colon Extras. What so the living shit? In a, in in a, I played a lead role in a spot where the character was a background actor. That's phenomenal. I mean, that's like it's the most meta shit you could. I, I got I got I got my name <laughs> on a trailer. You did to play an extra. That's fucking great. Holy shit. How long of a shoot was this? One day. One day. day. Yeah, in beautiful like. Simi Valley, California, Ooh, yes. up in the this space. What was the meal like? Do you remember? It was good. Yeah. Oh, no. You know what I remember? <laughs> Is it had breakfast, too. It uh-huh. had the breakfast burritos. It Ooh. had like a catering thing of the breakfast burritos. I weirdly love set breakfast. Yeah. I mean, was- I mean, except for when it's like... Here's like one bag of Sara Lee and no bagels and oh, no, no fuck, toaster. Fuck that. Well, here's the, oh, okay. I do actually have a very. This is weird, but my dad used to teach CPR at a hospital, and when classes were over, we would get the leftover chewy, shitty bagels. And I therefore now I have a thing like I love shitty, chewy oh, bagels. I get you. So those are Respect. cool, but on a set, yes, a breakfast burrito or even those weird ass eggs that have been sitting in that. Sure. Sterno, over that sterno forever. Where it's like, it's comparable to like the, the, the texture of eggs from a, um, you know, a hotel continental. Yeah, but, but I weirdly like, like it. The, the I, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just the fact that I had breakfast that day. Yeah, yeah. And then also burrito is mobile. Mm-hmm. Very true. Which is very helpful for a working environment. Mm-hmm. So yeah, had a boatload of fun. Is this commercial on YouTube? Uh, you know... I was able to find it for like a year or two. Mm-hmm. Please, please try looking it up if you if you want. And I mean, we can pause it anytime and look up anything you want to, so we can react. Well, to I'm it. definitely gonna, I'm look gonna, it up I'm later. gonna look it all up. But and yeah, see like if we can put clips 2012 in it. Yeah. Bing mm. colon extras. So good. Bing commercials. That's Bing YouTube channel. It certainly was up. I don't know if it still is. That's currently. remarkable. I have a very pixelated copy of it. File that was ripped years ago so i could put it in a reel mm-hmm. but like i have i have like a, like just this collection of like little clips now that i'm mm-hmm. like this wouldn't go in a reel right this would it's just wouldn't yeah 
Around the same time, speaking of an under five, mm-hmm. um, technically it's an under five. Mm-hmm. I only bring it up because it's just so much fun to talk about. Sure. Uh, a gentleman, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, um, uh, she um, was... Uh, beginning a career as a as a casting director at the time mm-hmm. so she was like doing independent casting she uh her name's rose she's since uh taken off and, and switched careers but um she found this gig where she was casting this short that was going to be this full web series that was basically what they're now doing with hbo for the game of thrones prequel oh it was um an, it was just an independent fan adaptation of the hedge knight which they called dunk and egg dunk and egg um uh, hedge knight taking place 80 years before the events uh being the story of a very young Aegon targaryen who was affectionately known as egg okay i played egg's older brother who was technically they were targaryen princes you Mm -hmm, know mm -hmm. and he was um perpetually drunk on wine because he was perpetually tortured by dreams and hallucinations of terrible things because of messed up Targaryen past, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I didn't get that far into it. This was very early on in the show, so I wasn't full on into it yet. Um, But again, in beautiful Simi Valley, California, they had uh, converted these... um, this farm area, some backyard on a property into a dope-ass period-appropriate tavern. Awesome. They had it all set up, and it was cool. It was two nights. It... First year I knew you. That's why I had yellow hair. They tried ah, to dye uh-huh. it blonde because it's the thing, but it turned out yellow on my head, and it mm-hmm. just sort of looked like that weird for a little while. And it was still like that in that Bing commercial. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Again, like I technically wound up with like a line in the amount that we shot, and there was like there was like a minute, maybe a minute and a half that ever got edited and 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 torn out. But a year or two later, tragically, the uh, the gentleman directing it, one of three gentlemen producing it, passed away at a very, very young age. Okay. Um, uh, so, yeah, so they were never able to um, finish it, and it was just the pilot. But the um, the the guy playing Egg, technically my younger brother, uh, his name is Owen Teague. He went on to star in Netflix's Bloodline oh. and an upcoming movie starring opposite our mutual friend Lee Bay-Barrere. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Hollywood, man. That is Hollywood, my friend. That's remarkable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, yeah. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm cruising here, but stop no, me anytime no, no, with no, stuff no, you want to follow up on. No, 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 you're good. I had a question that I forgot it, and I'm going to write down, uh, not to include that I forgot but, it in here. But you can cut that out. <laughs> oh, that's what you're. I but you can stop me and be like, thing. I want to follow. Stop me there. I want to follow up here. Mm-hmm. No, before no, no. I move we're, on. we're we're good. No, no, no. This this is all good stuff. This is all. I'm going to be asking you. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. (laughs) I do want to know. This is just that I might not even leave this in. I'm more and more hearing under five, but I swear people used to say five and under. I'm sorry I hit your foot. Is it never been called five and under? Did I just misremember it, mishear it? I assume it's still currently you can call it both. Can you? I'm assuming. As long as I'm not saying it wrong because I don't want to leave that in. But I don't know. I've been SAG eligible since 2011. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, speaking of 2011, this is another one I hadn't prepared. I've only got two more. Hit me, hit me. I'm just giving you all of it. I'm giving you all of it, baby. I'm giving you all of it, baby. This is good shit. Something I thought would be fun to talk about is the time I was an extra in my own web series. Okay. 2010, Mm -hmm. I'm an extra on the set of Workaholics. Uh Uh-huh. And before this is big, I think to myself, this is really cool, isn't it? But 
I'm noticing isn't the premise of like all situation comedies just that they're friends and they hang out? Mm-hmm. Like most things you think of that you like, like the premise is more or less uh, you know, they're, they're friends and they hang out. Like this is how I felt in 2010. Ah. Uh-huh. I was like, I need more. What if there was more to the premise? What if they were friends and they hung out and they were wizards also? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have just been running with the concept ever since. Mm-hmm. I still I still have so much more I want to do with that exact concept. You should. My uh, friend Pierce O'Toole and I started cracking on a web series at that time. 2011, a year later, we shot it. And it's all up there now. We did, we did, we did do a whole season. Um but in one scene, uh, the character goes to see another character at a stand-up comedy club. Mm-hmm. And like he and I are the two leads, but we're following his character. And so I was an extra in the stand-up comedy club uh-huh. because we only had like eight, maybe ten bodies. Yeah, that's rough. needed to fill it out. Um, it was great because um, our friend Matt Lieberman plays the uh, the MC of that comedy really? club night. Love it. That, that clip's in there. And my friend uh, Dan Peralt co-creator of American Vandal is also in there. Wow. We'll say this. Leave it in. Don't leave it in. It's kind of the nature of this this type of discussion. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't hurt that I'm already a guy who loves to name drop. Uh-huh. But that's, that's happening. But So I'm just going to unabashedly do it. That's I okay. I mean, that's going to happen a ton. Especially when I, you know... I mean that's that's why I'm doing this. That's not true, but I it is fun to like uh, I get excited when I know people who have done good stuff. That's nothing wrong with that. That include I mean that's why you are my first episode. Great, you've done great things. Which is so lovely of you to say that and to call me up to do this because like when you were like I'm doing professional bird podcast, love to have you on sometime. I'm like oh great that'll be fun. I'll come. I'll sit down. We'll, we'll talk uh, whenever we get to it. Mm-hmm. But for you to be like. No, you're a perfect guy to do the first one with. I'm like, because you've done great things. I'm like, oh, shit. When somebody else says it, uh-huh. like the voice in my head can't disagree. Mm-hmm. You know? It's fine. Like like what it does, and it will. But like mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. Like, uh, it has a harder time arguing because <laughs> like it's a different person saying yeah. it. Yeah. So that's really nice to hear. Of course. Um, yeah, again... Anything you want to know, you stop me. Otherwise, I'll just keep going. No, we're good. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. 2012. Because we still haven't l- literally gotten to this show's one segment. So it's it's all good. <laughs> Welcome to the Professional Blur. I'm Jason Klein. The show with one segment. Yeah. Our, my other shows don't, and that's why nobody listens. <laughs> you know, the great thing about having one segment is mm. you always can schedule the break to come right before that one segment. It's very true. 2012. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for a break. No. F- <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. 2012. No, let's see. Actually, no. Shucks. Okay. Most of everything I've gotten to so far happened in 2011, except the Bing commercial was in 2012. Okay. 2013. Mm-hmm. 2013. Yeah. February. That was when I had the uh, most pivotal under favorable uh-huh. in my career uh-huh. on their television program. Why did this happen? Not, Don't know. Not when did this happen or how, but just why. Why? Sure. A television program <laughs> you may know as Abyssin's Gwes Anatomy. Yes. Yes. Paul Dawson, 45, restrained driver with major intrusion into his area. The vehicle bruises to the chest. BP 90 over 60, pulse 120. I was hoping that was the next one. Good. All right. And now we'll take a short break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Hit me. I got to be on the Grey's Anatomy set for a day yeah. and play a paramedic. Mm-hmm. Uh, scene happens in the first seven minutes of the episode episode 19 of mm-hmm. season nine. Yeah. The title of the episode is Can't Fight This Feeling. Uh, it's the last two minutes leading up to the end of the first act or the first commercial break where uh, at the beginning of the episode is revealed there was a large oil tanker crash, oh, okay. collision, spill, and we watch the whole team come out to the ambulance bay and see them watch not one, not two, but four ambulances all file in one right after the other, uh-huh. which means you need four paramed- technically eight paramedics uh-huh. because, um, you know... Four different paramedics jumping out of the back of each one. Sure, one uh, to drive, one to screw in the light bulb. <laughs> I don't know. One to drive, one to write this joke. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, there were four paramedics. There's a little paramedic one, two, three, and four. I was number three. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But there was oftentimes two in a um, ambulance because two of the paramedics, uh, myself, and um, uh, and another woman uh, were uh, uh, had gotten to this game as actors, mm-hmm. but then uh, two others, paramedics two and four, were um, actual paramedics. Okay, yeah, they do that a lot. This, yeah. Like who had gotten into like enough to know the thing that like they could just call them, and so legally they could touch the stretchers. Oh, legally, I could not touch the stretcher because there is an actor on the stretcher. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't either until that day, and now I do. Mm-hmm. You have an um, uncharacteristic mustache. Not normally a did mustache. You go, did guy. you go look it up? Did you go watch it before this? Oh yeah. Was it fun? Yeah, it's great. I don't know why I had the gosh darn mustache. Really? I was wait. Filming... You that was your choice, not something they asked you to do. For some reason, it was weird enough that they let it through. That's I don't. I Phenomenal! Don't, I don't me. know why they let it through. Okay, all right. In like in hindsight, I wouldn't have let it through. Uh huh. Like if it were me now, or if I were them, uh-huh. even if I were them, then yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have let it through. It does stand out. But all I did was just show up, and like I just did what anybody told me, and didn't do what anybody didn't tell me. Okay. Um. And uh. <laughs> It does stand out, doesn't it? Yeah. I had longer hair. I had shoulder length hair at the time, and I was halfway through filming a web series yeah. with my good friend, written and created by my good friends Kyle Morrison and Max Kessler, mm-hmm. um, who, uh, and it was called Wingman Purgatory. That's still all over YouTube. The channel's uh-huh. name is Wingman Purgatory TV. That I'm still fucking proud of. That mm-hmm. was like, it's, it's, um, we had a boatload of fun. It's, 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 uh, it stars me. Uh, our our friend David Dickerson, my good friend mm-hmm. David Dickerson, and uh, Andrew Bachelor, uh-huh. affectionately known online as King Batch. Okay, the most followed person ever on Vine. Interesting. Which happened later that same year. Wow. Uh, wow. Wow. Well, that's very right, Owen. <laughs> Sorry, that's Nick Cage. I already did that's a Nick fine. Cage impression. It's all good. Today. It's all good. But the thing about Grey's Anatomy <laughs> was, I got to do it. No, so I had to get my hair cut for it to be the paramedic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it fucked with continuity on the web series. So we just figured it out. Uh-huh. But it's funny to me. Like, that's always why I'll have, like, in that web series, longer hair and then and then have it cut. Um, 
uh, I the 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 reason I guess is because mm-hmm. I didn't really um, audition. Interesting that I didn't know. Do you know why I was on Grey's Anatomy, Jason? No, I don't. You're not gonna believe this. Secret love affair with Sandra O. Oh? No, okay. I just thought I'd. Let's not joke about things that could still happen. Okay, I'm sorry. Never mind. You're right. You're right. Or maybe let's, if that's how you put law of attraction, how you put it out. Put it out there. Yeah. Um, I got very fucking lucky. I got very fucking lucky Mm -hmm. because, you know, have you ever had like a, a, a a family member, a relative hit you up at a holiday or something and be like, you know, my cousin is out in LA. Mm -hmm. He's doing, he's working on he's in, you should, I'll, I'll, I'll give you his number. You yeah. should really call him up. Well, basically, ipso facto, it was one of those. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, a friend of my dad's uh, old pals with uh, the gentleman who uh, works. He was uh, he worked camera mm-hmm. uh, team a uh, long time on the show and had be also been directing some episodes. And when an episode that he was directing came up, I I had contacted him by that point. He he basically just reached out to me and said, I have this if you'd like to do it. I said, are you fucking kidding me? Right? Yeah. Um, Holy shit. That, that's exactly what happened. That's great. Uh, it was, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Um, uh, sorry, I'm trying to remember somebody's name because I don't want to get it wrong. No, you're fine. You're gonna, fine. Anyway. So yeah, so I had an audition, so I hadn't met casting, so... You know, like I, I received like a call from um, production or something mm-hmm. the day before, something, and no notes on hair or whatever. Okay. So, um, or I'd been told to get it cut short, but that was it. Mm-hmm. So I just showed up with the mustache, and that's just what happened, man. I don't know. I it's even great. gone to a fitting. I think I gone to a fitting. Yeah, I think I have a picture of me in the fitting the two days before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still have the long hair. I don't remember exactly, but yeah, I was pretty much there for one day and it was pretty much a perfectly like seven or 8 a.m. call and I was literally done at five. Okay. It wasn't nice. like, it was lovely. It wasn't like, I'm sure they kept going. Sure, sure, sure. But just those two page scene, that took the day. Yeah. Um, it was a great day. How is everybody you had to interact with? You are in the scene with Sandra Oh, right? It is Sandra. I am. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. talking directly to Sandra Oh and Kevin McKidd, uh-huh. um, um, Christina and Owen mm-hmm. in the show. Sure. Uh, I actually I made a faux pas. I should have just stayed talking to Sandra Oh the whole time because mm-hmm. that's what my face is most directly facing camera. But instead, I kept turning back and forth to both of them because I'm like, what would he be really doing? And really, no, he'd I just be talking straight. Did you keep the camera? the face stationary because otherwise it's distracting Uh it's fucking distracting (laughs) you are messing with my scene (laughs) um but yeah Yeah. i'm mostly talking to sandra O and uh kevin mckid um in the scene and then you go back there to like the green room Mm -hmm. and there's like a holding it this is at prospect studios and so far in los feliz okay Uh, it's historic Another historic location. Yes. I learned later what they shot there, and uh-huh. I forgot it before today, so Fair. I don't remember. But yeah. Um, I mean, it could be all the way back to silent shit, since it, that's where I think it all it started. Is. Yeah. I think it is, yeah. But they've been... And it's funny, because I live only a hop, skip, and a jump from Henson, yeah. which is historically Charlie Chaplin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have... Um, uh, I'm there, and I'm in the back, 
and 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 the majority of the main cast is in this opening scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they're there that day, and there's a very clear line between co-star and background. Uh huh. Because they have goodness knows how many people that just need to be dressed in scrubs, mm-hmm. dressed in 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 doctors uh, coats, you know, walking around that place, mm-hmm. sitting here, sitting there, hanging out, and they're just there, and it's a gig, it's a gig, it's a gig, it's a gig, and they maybe some of them have gotten to do it long, 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 long time. Mm-hmm. So I'm dressed in paramedic scrubs, and I'm walking around, and there's lots and lots of other extras there, um, and I don't know exactly where I'm going, and I'm about to be told by a PA or somebody. What are you doing back here? You can't be back here. Uh-huh. Like you have to go over there, like with the other extras. If it weren't for the other paramedic I was working with, uh, of the other three paramedics, the one who was also an actor mm-hmm. and not a paramedic slash actor, um, but an actor playing a paramedic. Uh-huh. Her name is Grace Rowe. Mm-hmm. She's very nice. Um, she had already played a paramedic on the show oh. once or twice before, awesome. and told me, "No, no, 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 we're cast." Like we're just we're cast. Yeah. So you, you know we can go back here. Come with me. Mm-hmm. She takes me into the fucking green room That's or great. the holding. I don't know, Majib. Whatever. But like, I had seen the show. Yeah. I watched about the first six seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, McDreamy, roughly McSteamy. in the, like the sixth year sure. of the show. Mm-hmm. And I stopped and I hadn't picked it up. And then three years later, I was there. Um, yeah, Bailey. Um, the chief the 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 main guy the, the head guy the head, i forget his name couldn't tell you um but uh yeah obviously there's no Catherine heigl there's no there's no isaiah washington there's mm-hmm. no um oh the kid the guy george the guy who plays george i don't remember his name his 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 first name is two initials but okay. he wasn't there either jj abrams but eg daily <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm that's who it was tyne daily tyne daily <laughs> wait Sorry, wait. Were you an extra on? Uh, damn it, I can't. Wings. Remember the name. You're gonna say wings? Yeah. No, I wasn't an extra. Okay. On wings. Uh, you know they kind of look alike. Um, what? No. Um, <laughs> the the woman who plays the actress who plays Bailey, mm-hmm. uh, a gentleman who was new to the show who played. Um, he was big in Friday Night Lights, mm-hmm. but I've never really seen Friday Night Lights. I just heard this, but he was new to the show that year. Okay. I remember because he was asking some of the main cast if anybody had a good dentist because he was just getting used to living in L.A. now. Okay, yeah. Um, But Kevin McKidd and Sandra Oh. Uh-huh. And I'll never, I'll never forget this. This was very clearly the day. This was a Monday morning, and mm-hmm. the Sunday night before were the Oscars that oh, year. Oh, okay. This is, in, this is in early February, maybe uh-huh. late January. Because uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix had just won for the Master. Oh, okay. Because I think he won. Don't but know. it was that year. Mm-hmm. And I had not seen the damn movie. I don't even remember if I watched the damn Oscars. <laughs> but that's what Sandra O oh wanted to talk about, how breathtakingly amazing that performance was. Uh-huh. It was so nice because even though I hadn't seen the movie and all, I really had to contribute. By the way, I'm sitting there frozen. Uh-huh. I have nothing to contribute <laughs> to this conversation. I'm like, like all of my processes are like, like manufacturing overtime. Like, if, if for the love of God, there is even a shred of relevant information that would be new <laughs> to this conversation that you could possibly provide, we're going to fucking plumb the depths <laughs> until we find it, is what I'm thinking. Yeah. And all I can say is, oh, I haven't seen The Master. 
Well, it's and honest. God, Sandra was the best. She's she's just like, oh, Alex, you've got to. It's fantastic. That's phenomenal. It was lovely. Yeah, it's those nice little touches. That's she said good. she 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 uh, her and Kevin McKidd later on, like like later on, like I said goodbye to Kevin McKidd when I think I knew I was, I was like Kevin, appreciate it, thanks a lot. I was like, what was your name again, man? Alex. And Sandra O was like, um, she had forgotten if I'd already been there before. Uh-huh. I was like, I got the impression. I did okay with my medical jargon. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, it was fun doing it. Sure. It was I liked that it was challenging and I could figure it out. I always wonder like how people handle not only that but like Star Trek like fake jargon. I Oh, I, that's got to be even better, man. Right? Right? Like if it's a real mouthful, like I don't know, it's got to be satisfying once you finally nail it. I got there at like 7 or 8 in the morning. I'd already been 3 years into the same acting program at that point, so mm-hmm. I had a bit of a, of a like a of a a process for this and what i knew was like there was going to come a time where like you've got to sink or swim and i knew like the only thing there really is to do is just make sure you never ever 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 stop running it so that you are always as sharp as you could possibly be fair this is the only way to even possibly satiate that worry that 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 dense worry that overtakes you like oh my god i hope i don't fuck it up because mm-hmm. one of those paramedic actors he did like he you all get in we, we all have done it we mm-hmm. get in a riff where it's like fuck like you bust three takes in a row at your line at the same part mm-hmm. because there gets a groove created in the brain and you start yep. psyching yourself out happens to everybody and when it did happen everybody was totally professional but it was like hey happens happens to everybody but you're kind of allowed a little bit of leeway before you better fucking pull it because these people uh-huh. gotta get home. Man. Uh-huh. There's like there's fucking fifty people running around. It's on this already set. expected to be an eighteen hour day usually, or you right. know, twelve right. to fifteen is unfortunately. But, but still, when it's just like you're like, God damn, you know. But like, but everybody was real cool, and it does happen, and we've all, you know. Um, but I, but like, like my guiding thing, I love, I love how much we can talk about this one line I had on yeah. this one it's, show. It's great. But we can keep talking about. It. I just, I love that. But I was like... Oh, real quick, we've gone into golden time, just to let you know. Oh, it's golden hour? Great. <laughs> no, golden time. We've golden. hit the 16-hour mark, so now you get paid your day rate Thank per you. hour. You're welcome. That's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Thank you. I knew if I busted this take like mm-hmm. 50 times, we could get there. <laughs> um, it's really a secret sabotage to give the extras a pay bump. <laughs> but yeah, uh, my whole time I'm thinking like, if something goes wrong, you better fucking believe it's not going to be me. Yeah. So I'm just like from 7, 8 a.m. the whole day through, I said that line out loud and in my head a million fucking times. Yeah. It's like four lines long and I just kept saying it. That's all. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be able to stop. I don't think. I, I'd be panicking. I'm I'm glad it came out as it did. It's good. It's a good scene. I was very excited when you're like, I'm going to be hungry. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? So I had to tape it immediately. I got a call. That's very nice of you. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, this was before we, we ever knew of such a thing as Netflix Instant. We still called it Instant back then. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I got a call two years ago from my buddy uh, Greg Sroka. Shout out, Greg. Love you, Greg. Um, if you don't know him, you'd like him. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he, I just get a voicemail from him. I, I hadn't seen him in, in, in months, you know. Um, we hang out occasionally. <laughs> I just check the email, and he's like, so I'm just sitting at home, minding my own business, trying to sit down and watch a little Grey's Anatomy with the wife, when who should I see on my screen mustachioed but you? It's like, it's like I filmed it when we were like 
in an active sketch group together, hanging okay. out a bunch. And yeah. like, I did it then. He's like, and he was like, that's great. I didn't know you'd already made it. <laughs> <laughs> that's remarkable. It was, very, it was very nice. I love it. Was it very nice. So yeah. much. That's so good. It, wait, now is this, is that your last one or do you have another? I mean, that's kind of like a nice. We kind of moved up to your line. Do you have another one you want have, to talk about? I have a line. I, yeah, that was the one with the line. Mm -hmm. There is another like just fun little bonus uh, background thing I did. Go for you it. You can put this later on if you want. Uh, I was a background in two different videos for the uh, YouTube dude. Um, YouTube dude. The the, the hip-hop artist, the rapper Watsky. Okay. And another... Um, one of which I got to be a zombie. Awesome. That saw that video is called "Kill a Hipster." Uh, mm -hmm. This is a good uh, Emerson contingency. Some friends of mine, okay. a lot of the same people I did that web series with, um, were making that video. I got to be full zombie, which was cool. Mm -hmm. And there was another one in a studio up in Encino. That was just a day thing. I don't remember exactly what we did in that. Um, but then I was also in this uh, web series with the same uh, thing, and it was like it was just a couple of lines. And uh, it was um, Dumbfounded presents Run DMZ. Uh -huh. And he, he's a rapper. He spells it like Dumbfounded, but like the last four letters are D-E-A-D. Uh-huh. Um, Run DMZ, like Demilitarized Zone, it all takes place in K-Town. It's Korean Good Burger. Uh -huh. It's this real web series on the Loud Network from 2013. Okay. Uh, where literally it's about like a small mom and pop Korean barbecue joint where like a bigger mecca... Uh, global um, Korean barbecue joint opens across the street. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, it's beautiful. And in the first scene of the first episode, again, I'm like an under five and I got bumped into this role. Mm -hmm. And then we had to reshoot it a week later. Um, I'm uh, I'm the white guy trying to order in a Korean barbecue restaurant uh -huh. and I can't pronounce bibimbap. <laughs> or like, I'm like, I don't know what it is. I'm this like, I'm like this like touristy hipster, white guy hipster. And it was, it was a lot of fun. And uh, then, like, in the scene right after me, like, like right in the same scene, uh, not hugely known at the time is Anderson Pack. I don't. know He was going. Name. Oh, Anderson Pack in the Free Nationals is a. Um, he's a name in music. Okay. Like, you oh, know, in music. He, he, okay, like well, his music I'm... is big. Okay. He's like he's he's a music guy. Uh -huh. he's, and he he is known. He's okay. Known. Um. He, he like there's just they clip they, they include this little bit where he just flicks me in the ear and a buddy of ours made a gif of it and I was like I still have that that's it yeah what's funny is uh, our friend Watsky had done a show at the El Rey the night before at the end of a big tour he was doing that year and like we all knew him and and that's how everybody knew each other so we all went to go like check it out and I remember like I went to the we went to the break of fucking dawn. And then, like, I like I made it home just in time to sleep, like, two, three hours because then we had to go and reshoot this scene that we tried to shoot a week earlier in the mm -hmm. Korean restaurant. But halfway through shooting, the, like, location guy, the guy who owned the strip mall, was like, what the? No. Get oh, out. Oh, no. So, like, they found another place and we shot a week later. The morning after this concert, we all knew we were going to. Right. So, friggin' two, three hours into the morning... Like, I'm supposed to just be sitting there. I've already done my line. I'm just supposed to be sitting there until they finish shooting out the scene. And at one point in between takes, I remember I just get up and I walk outside. And I'm on, like, 6th Street and K-Town or something. 6th and Wilton, something like that. Mm -hmm. I just fucking puke in the street. Oh, no. And I remember, I heard later, 
somebody had said, like on the crew, it said, yo, I think that Bebenbop guy just blew chunks in the street. <laughs> and the nicest guy was Anderson Pack. Uh-huh. He was like, I come back in. He passed me on the back. He's like, it's okay, buddy. It happens to all of us. <laughs> right in the... Oh, you poor bastard. That's phenomenal. You've done a lot, Alex Salem. You've done a lot. Done a lot of good, fun shit. It's been good, fun shit. It's I been feel a like good, fun thing. This is a good exploration of, of, of uh, you know, extra work and not extra work. Let's do this. We're going to try this. We're going to call this segment five and over for now. If somebody corrects me that it's not called that, that it's not five and under, then you this call doesn't it make over any sense. Five. Or over five. Yeah. So whatever the fuck we call it, which one of your roles, extra or otherwise, lines or none, do you want to expand into its own spinoff? It can be its own TV series, its own web series, its own movie. It kind of depends on the original. It doesn't have to depend on the original. You know, It doesn't have to be a movie and, an, and a movie. But hit me. I'll tell you exactly who it is. Yes. It's the extra in the uh, backyard party in the very first scene of Workaholics. Okay. And I'll tell you why. I want to know. Not being as um, terribly versed in the Workaholics verse, I'll just give you a little primer. Yes. Little primer here. What's happening in this scene is the, these, these, these guys are pranksters. Mm-hmm. You know, they're jokesters. Sure. They like to play a good prank on each other. Um, Adam and Blake are, are watching as Durs is freaking out because he got this, he got a sext, he got a sext on his phone from a chick, a chick, bro. Mm-hmm. She sent him a picture of her nip. It's a nip pic. <laughs> Hashtag free the nipple. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're like, well, what are you going to send back, bro? You've got to respond in kind. You got to up the ante. That's how this works. Uh-huh. So Durs is freaking out, and I think um, I, I assume he goes into the bathroom and takes a dick pic. I don't remember exactly. Okay, um, and then sends it to the girl. Moments later, everybody at this backyard party at the house that they live in that they're throwing the party. Every single person at this backyard party looks at their phone, and the dick pic has just gone to them uh-huh. because there was no chick. It was actually Adam had shaved his nipple <laughs> and and taken a close up picture of it so with a 2010 stupid. phone, uh-huh. um, and sent that out. So everybody at the party's laughing at Durs, right in front of or behind the action. Where the guys are having this conversation as this is unfurling. This information is being unfurled. Sure. There's another two yokels playing fucking beer pong. Mm -hmm. And I'm one of those yokels. All right. Now, the thing I just can't believe is that the button on the scene, the, the last thing you see before the very first time they go to opening credits ever in the history of the show Workaholics. Mm hmm is me sinking a beer pong shot. Pretty good. What I can't believe is that they actually used the one take where I made the shot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because there were like a dozen takes where not only did I miss, I missed bad. And not only did I miss bad, but Adam and Blake would just improvise off of that, usually yelling at me. Mm -hmm. And it was doubly weird because in general, in life, I'm not good at beer pong. Uh And like 
dudes I hang out with will typically respond with yelling at me and calling me bad at beer pong. And mm-hmm. I already, and like, so I already like am predisposed to be like, oh, oh no, I suck. But also, I didn't have a mic. I wasn't mic'd. So, like, they're yelling at me, but I don't know if I can respond or uh-huh, not. So, uh-huh. I never really responded. Right. So, I was expecting I have no idea. So, the fact that they used the take where I, I sank one and everybody cheers and made me look like a fucking badass, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I was so thrilled. So, for the over five that we need to see is we need to follow this character on a feature-length film, not a series, but okay. a 90 okay. to 120-minute film. All right. Doing probably a, a Rocky style training or comeback mm-hmm. where this total noob learns to be awesome at beer pong. Okay. So, what you're saying is it's a prequel to this episode. It's a what? prequel to the Workaholic series. Wow. All right. What's your character's name? Let's go with Jeff. Jeff. Okay. That's fine. Now, this, and it's not Balls of Fury. We're not talking, it's its, its, own, it's, its own. Balls of Fury is about ping pong. Sure. This, this is, is about, about beer pong. Beer pong. Right. Different game, Jason. That's, that's totally different sport. Fine. Yeah, I'm sure. It Balls is. of Fury takes place either in the East mm-hmm. or in a terribly, terribly offensive white person amalgamated version of the East, where Christopher Walken plays an Asian character. Mm. If I recall, I yep. saw the trailer. Yeah, you're not wrong. This though is about beer pong, so yeah. it will take place on a college campus, possibly in the Midwest. Okay, okay, that's fine. Do we have a title? What's what are we, what are we thinking? Pressure's on. Mm. <laughs> Balls. That's all I've got so mm, far. Okay, that's all you've got. That's fine. Yeah, um, Think about it. Jeff. Go Balls, Jeff. Jeff. Sure. Jeff Balls. Is there, is there a town in Iowa that Pong. we can use in the title? Like that other thing well, you were in? Well, I'm, what I'm picturing is Ames, Iowa, home uh-huh. to Iowa State University. Uh-huh. Uh, but, but I don't think... That would be a part of the title. Okay, that's fine. It's not part of the title, Jason. I'm just saying, there's a ball in Ball State in Indiana. Is there anything we could work Fuck. around in, in Iowa? Fuck Iowa. I love Iowa. Set it in Indiana. Let's okay. call it Ball, ball State. State. Okay, that's fine. All Let's right. call it Ball State, and it's the beer pong movie of all time. Uh-huh. This went from a segment, mm-hmm. Jason, yes. to a real thing that's <laughs> happening. <laughs> Who plays your dad? We got it. We got to get a little stunt. Larry Miller, obviously. That's, We've already established you're right. this. You're right. He he played the dean of Medfield College in the mid '90s Disney remake of the Computer War Tennis Shoes. Wow. Who started in that? Kirk Cameron. Show me that smile again. <laughs> Show me Thank that you for smile. being a friend. That's so good. Alex Salem. Jason Klom. You're a delight. You're a delight. No surprise there. No alarms and no surprises. No alarms, no surprises. Um, well, I, I I'd like to know what you want to promote. I have no idea when this is coming out, so that's fine. I I like I just have one thing to promote, no matter when it is, anyway. Sure. Um, I'm a producer on the podcast Dirty Girl, available yes. on all platforms. Yada yada. It's cool. My friend Heather Gottlieb talks to women about the taboo subjects women are not supposed to talk about. Dirty Girl. Two seasons available on the podcast Shit. I am a producer on it. It's tight. It's part of the Hoo-Ha-Ha Network, co-founded by uh, actor-director Elizabeth Banks. Okay. Delightful. Delightful. That is wonderful. Um, well, I I don't know what to, to promote other than, you know what, guys? Check me out on uh, this season. How about like the entirety of Stolen Dress? Yeah, fine. Go to StolenDress.com. That's where all my podcasts are. <laughs> 
Uh, I host a show called Comedy on Vinyl about comedy records. Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour. Uh, that's the other one we need to get you on, where my best friend Dan and I just talk about our own sketches going back 25 years. And then uh, there's uh, Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast about the TV show News Radio uh, with our mutual friend, Alan, Alan Rickert. Rickert. Um, Alex and I are also both in a show called A Drinking Game. A out Drinking here. Game. It's a stage show. We drink, the audience drinks. It's a stage reading. It's fun. We just it's did movies screen. you know, it's movies you love. We just did Scream. You just played Billy the Creep you, in Scream. You just played Henry Winkler, Mr. Embry, who gets killed. It was Spoilers. so much fun. How did that look? I didn't get to see any of it. I, just, I didn't get to see any of it. Oh, I was on man. your left. I wasn't in the That's right, yeah. yeah. But it was it was fun I'm time. You could feel video. it energy-wise. You could feel it. it Absolutely great. right. I mean, these are the pants I wore. Um, I don't know. You if already got them cleaned I did, blood? yeah. I already, already cleaned all the blood out of them. Nicely, nicely done. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say, check me out on uh, Drunk History this year, this season. Um, I can't I, wait to hear more stories about that on the professional blur. Yeah, at some point, I will have to talk about it. Um, I mean, speaking of Lord of the Rings, I worked with Elijah Wood for two hours. You can see oh me. Oh, my God. I'm almost... I don't know if you can call that featured or not. Uh, I'm, you got to you got to still... You got a photo that you put on your stuff where uh-huh. it's Elijah Wood and you. There's a minute of it of the whole episode where you can actually tell that it's me and that's never been the case because it's always me way in the background in Mad Men or something. So, you know, there you go. Check it out. <laughs> I don't do a lot of extra work anymore, but uh, that is something I did. So that was uh, super fun. Well, there's only one thing left to say, ladies and gentlemen, and that's, uh, I'm sorry I missed your thing. I, I don't own a TV, so. You can find The Professional Blur on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you find podcasts. And follow Jason on Instagram at Jason Klom and follow his hashtag, The Professional Blur. Hey, it's my turn. Welcome to the professional bl- <laughs> Fuck me! Did you just blur the words professional blur? I did, yep. I mm. like that. Woo, it's going into the end right there. <clears throat>